Okay, welcome to this study on the book of First John, the book of First John. So welcome to the book of First John. If you have your Bible, go to chapter 1 and we're going to have a look at the book of uh, this book. This book was written by John. I'll read you the first three verses as we start to look into this book. This, this lesson will also be an introduction to the disciple, uh, John, which is a good idea to understand the, the relationship he had with the Lord Jesus Christ and, and therefore it also helps when we realise that he is the author of First John. So I'll read you from verse 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was with manifest unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Now John is the author here, and John had a, had a special relationship as a disciple of Jesus Christ, and he was known as John the Beloved. Now just to take your Bible for a moment, and we'll just look at, as an introduction to looking at John, have a look in John, that's the Gospel of John, John 13, verse 23. And uh, there's a, a particular term that he is known as, and he's known as John the Beloved. Let's read in verse 23. Now, there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. And Simon Peter therefore beckoned to him that he should ask who it should, should be of whom he spake. He then lying on Jesus' breast saith unto him, Lord, who is it? And Jesus answered, He it is to whom I shall give a sop when I have dipped it. And they're asking the question about Judas. And notice that John is leaning on the Lord's breast and he's, he's known for that. Now come over with me in the same book. Go over to John chapter 19 and come down to verse um, 26 with me for a moment. Verse 26. And here we have... Um, Notice here that we have, when Jesus therefore saw his mother, now when this is at the cross, now Jesus is looking down at his mother and the disciples standing by whom he loved. And the term whom he loved therefore is going to show us it's a reference to John. And he saith unto his mother, whom his mother woman, behold thy son. Then saith he to the disciple, behold thy mother, and from that hour that disciple took her unto his own home. So the Lord takes care of his mother Mary there. Come over to um, also come over to the same book here to verse chapter twenty one. Chapter twenty one with me for a moment. Chapter and go down to verse verse twenty. John twenty one twenty. And this now is the time now after that they had waited for Jesus at Galilee, which he had instructed the disciples to do before 
he was crucified, they went to, they went down there and Peter said, Peter said to him, I go a fishing and he was a little bit impatient and they went fishing and they caught nothing that night if you remember reading the passage of John chapter 21 and it was John from the boat who saw Jesus on the shoreline and said to Peter it is the Lord and Peter as you know he was naked and he put on his garment and swam to the Lord and then the Lord talks to Peter on the on that shoreline and here is here Peter now is asking the Lord when Jesus said to Peter, follow me. Peter, turn, turning, this is in verse 20, about see if the disciple whom Jesus loved. So he's talking about John, following which also leaned on his breast at supper and said, Lord, which is he that betrayeth thee? And Peter seeing, seeing him saith to Jesus, Lord, and what shall this man do? And he's referring to John here, the beloved. Now, so John is known as John the Beloved. John is also known as one of the Sebedee children. His brother is James. Come over to Matthew with me. Come over to Matthew. Come over to Matthew and we'll go to verse 26. Matthew verse 26. Oh, chapter 26, I think it is. And um, verse 37. We'll just read this here. So, and here in Matthew 26, verse 37, um, you see that, and he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Now, this is the scene of the garden and the two Zebedee brothers are taken here and they are also known as part of that inner circle. Um so this is in the garden here. Now just go back in Matthew to chapter 17 with me for a moment. Matthew 17. Go back to Matthew 17 and go to verse 1. I want you to understand that there was a, that Peter, James and John were an inner circle and Jesus would often take them and here he's going to take them up onto the Mount Transfiguration and after six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into a high mountain apart, and was transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elias, talking with him. Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, is it good for us to be here? If thou wilt, let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee, and one for Moses, and one for Elias. While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. Behold, a voice out of the cloud, which said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear, hear him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their face, and were sore afraid. And Jesus came and touched them, and said, Arise, and be not afraid. So when you look at John, he was a privileged disciple. He was, he was known as John the Beloved. He had a special relationship with the Lord. He was part of the inner circle, you could say. And, and Jesus Christ, therefore, on the Mount Transfiguration, manifest his majesty to them. And they are witnesses of that with Peter and James. And they come back down and then they also are there in the garden with Jesus Christ in the Lord's hour of need and they couldn't stay awake while 
to pray while Jesus wrestled and submitted his will to the Father's will, amen, which we should be so thankful for that Jesus submitted the will, his will to the Father's will and he became that sacrifice for our sins, amen. So when you also look at John, he's, very, he's a privileged disciple. He's not only has a special relationship to the Lord, he's known openly as, the, as John the Beloved. He's, it's openly known of his, that relationship. He's part of the inner circle, but also he had the privilege of writing five books of the New Testament. And the five books are the Gospel of John. Then we have 1st, 2nd and 3rd John, which we're in 1st John now. He also wrote the book of Revelation, was on the Isle of Patmos for the word of God's sake. There John would have died on the Isle of Patmos for the word of God's sake as a prisoner. So when you consider then that the relationship that he has uh, with the Lord, um, understand that um, if you're a believer, we have a privilege. Now let's come back to our verse for a moment. Let's come back to John writing with that said. Let's see now what he's saying to us. Now, verse 1 again, that which was from the beginning. Now, just take one moment with me for a moment. Just go to the Gospel of John with me for a moment. The Gospel of John. Go to chapter 1. Go down to verse 14. And he's talking about the incarnation here. Notice what it says in the Gospel of John and the word verse 14 was made manifest made the word was made flesh and the word was Jesus Christ and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth john bear witness of him and which we have heard which we have seen with our eyes which we have looked upon in our hands of handle of the word of life for the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifest unto us. So John is writing from the standpoint of the privilege he has had as a disciple, as being part of the inner free, as the privilege of having a relationship with Jesus Christ that was made known as John the Beloved and also was on the on the Isle of Patmos for the word of God's sake, where he died on that island, and he a, has a privilege here, and he's writing, he's writing what they have seen, and the privilege that he had on the Mount Transfiguration, when they were witnesses of his majesty, when they were in the garden in the Lord's deepest hour of need. And here he writes in verse 3, that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. So John is writing to us from a point of a place of privilege, and he's passing on that same privilege to us who believe, who have believed on the Lord Jesus Christ to be your God and Saviour, who died for your sins and was buried and rose again. And it is a privilege and a blessing that John has. And now he's focusing on the privilege he has and he's writing to us, which is what the book of First John is about. He's writing to the believer and he's showing and declaring unto us the privilege it is 
to follow the Lord Jesus Christ and he's imparting that unto us where he says our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son Jesus Christ. And when you think of it as a believer, you should take on the devotional thought what a privilege it is to be saved, amen. What a privilege it is to have the Word of God. What a privilege it has to have John write to us as a privileged disciple and he's writing to us. And this is what the first book of John is about. It's about writing to the believer. So I pray that uh, we will start this as our as an introduction to First John and we'll continue this series on the first John. Thank you.